it shifted mine super i mean this was like lightning bolt earth shattering change. light bulbs all over yes the it was it was phenomenal tool for me we almost had to use it the other day but i <laughs> yes, got there we before we needed to get it out so i was pretty proud of myself we'll come back to that statement but yes that's true we almost needed to bust it out again right. didn't we right welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse we are your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, my wife tears me down when I open up emotionally. That's a tough one. Yeah. Do you know what we should do about that? Uh, I've got some ideas. How about you? No, I'm listening to you completely on this one. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Here's um, another kind of follow-up to our previous podcast. Okay. Here's the question. Do you think maybe men would be more willing to talk, be open emotionally, mm -hmm. engage that way? Do you think men would be more willing to talk if women were more willing to listen instead of simply waiting to respond with their counter argument? It often feels unsafe to express my emotions with her because I'm fearful of her invalidating response along the lines of that's all wrong or that's not what happened. Is this a common dynamic? He actually starts off the question by saying, if after a sexual experience, a husband said to a wife, that was actually terrible. You're, you're not very good sexually. Do you think a wife would want to engage after being criticized sexually? Right. Probably not no. so much. But he's saying when a man tries to become emotionally vulnerable and the wife responds harshly, doesn't listen to or validate his right. emotional needs, which is hard for a man to do sometimes. Sure. Why in the world would he want to open up again and try to share his feelings the next time? Right. If he's getting criticized, critiqued, attacked, all these kind that of things. That makes perfect sense. And it's a very good question. It's a legitimate question. It is. And so we've actually had people write in going, how come you're always talking about the husband who's, you know, being the jerk and not being very loving and kind? When are you going to talk about the wives who need to learn how to love their husbands better? So we'll kind of skew that way if we can in this in this podcast right. episode and talk about how women um, hurt their husbands and yeah. how they can better validate their husbands. This actually goes back to a couple episodes ago where we were talking about respect and love and, right. you know, how criticism and critique often comes across sure. as disrespectful to men and, and how we can start to kind of change that dynamic. Right. I'll start off just with this idea from Gottman, where, again, according to research, most women begin conflict um, attackingly. They will be critical. They will be or hurtful in some way. Yeah, they begin the conflict harshly. That's not our, that's not just us saying that. That is Gottman, who's studied for sure. 40, 50 years, zillions of, of uh, relationships. So that's just kind of a relational statistic that is right. out there that needs to be considered and be aware of. I'm, I'm going to interject this really quick. Yeah. Do you think that's because women are typically more emotional? So their their emotions run a little 
I think broader. It, I think it is they are more emotionally integrated for sure. And so their thinking and logic is intertwined more deeply with their emotional state. And so it all comes out at once. But I also think it goes back to the love and respect thing, which is men perceive respect differently than women do. Mm. And not being critical, not being harsh is a way that man shows respect to anybody, men or women. They just, again, they suck it up. They internalize it. They don't share harshly until they get pushed to the brink. And then they usually let it fly disproportionately. Mm. So I think there's kind of that kind of hard wiring between men and women for sure. But that is kind of how it happens. Right. But a, a man who tries to connect emotionally, who tries to share verbally, who tries to engage relationally, but is met with critique and criticism. What do you think? Yeah, I don't want to have this conversation. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yeah, well, <laughs> because we've talked about this before, because because. Uh, I'm you've experienced this a lot in mm. our marriage um, for for various reasons and s- me being s- unaware and having high emotions and for all various numbers of reasons that I could make all kinds of excuses for. Um, but I don't want to do that because it hurts regardless yeah. of what the cause or reasons or yeah. all of that. And um uh, yeah, I would agree that it's fairly common. Yeah. Um, it, I, I think it's really funny. It, it's not funny, but in my, when you were reading the conversation, the first thought that I had, and this is probably how ingrained it is into women. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, well, how is he sharing his feelings? Is he actually sharing his feelings or is he telling her what she, all the things that she did wrong? Wow. Does you know, yeah. and, and I was like, okay, Shannon, this is this is your story. This that's your thoughts. That's your story. Take that out of this. This is, but I just thought that was interesting that that was the first thing yeah. that my mind went to because those are the things that would trigger me. Yeah, and those are the things that in in our relationship when you've started telling me how I've hurt you, but you you don't talk about how you're hurt. You talk about what I've done to hurt you. And uh, instantly triggers your survival brain. Yes. You don't want to be told that you are wrong because it means what about you? That I'm a terrible person. Yes. And that is called shame. Right. And so, um, but I think there's been times that you've tried to share your feelings and I've just missed it too. But to share your feelings, regardless of whether you're good at sharing your feelings or not, but you're making the attempt whether regardless of of how he's trying to share his feelings he's trying to be vulnerable and open and then to be hit with critique and and like he said his wife is looking for the for the opportunity to rebut him and tell him why what he's thinking and feeling is wrong um that i wouldn't want to share either nope so i i totally understand but I just, I, it's very interesting wiring wise, the, the thought process. It? How do we fix it? 
Because you and I have come up with a really good tool that we used one time and it started to shift both of our perspectives right, but it shifted, in this dynamic. It shifted mine super. I mean, this was like lightning bolt, earth shattering change. Light bulbs all over yes, the place. Yes, it was, it was phenomenal tool for me. We almost had to use it the other day, but I <laughs> yes, got there we before we needed to get it out. So I was pretty proud of myself. We'll come back to that statement. But yes, that's true. We almost needed to bust it out again, right. didn't we? Right. Yeah. Um, we, you came up with this, we were having this big, huge, big honking fight. Yes. And, and, um, you started to map it out. Yeah. Actually got a piece of paper and a pencil and started to draw out the dynamics that were happening between us. And between us, there's always just two dynamics that are happening. What are my feelings? feelings. And then what do I do? What are my behaviors from those feelings? Because mm-hmm. those behaviors, we can always choose. We can't always choose our feelings. We can always choose our behaviors. And so when we mapped it out of Here's what my feelings are, and here was my behaviors. My feelings were I was hurt, I was discouraged, I was frustrated, and my behaviors were I shut down, I stopped talking, I lashed out, I yelled, I got up and I walked away. And when I did those behaviors, then I went over to your side of the thing, those behaviors made you feel... And you could list make the list map out, map of, out all those things. Uh-huh. And now with those feelings, what are your behaviors? Exactly. And then those behaviors come back to my side of, well, those behaviors cause my feelings. Mm-hmm. And then my behaviors connected to that. And we call it the conflict resolution map. But the, the thing that it did for me yep. that was absolutely brilliant was I was actually able to go, oh, even even if his behaviors weren't fantastic and it's absolutely understandable why those showed up because of how he was feeling. Yes. I I missed the feelings part. You didn't know that I could have hurt feelings first. No, that I was, didn't. That was the light bulb that came on for you. You actually had done something that hurt my feelings and when I expressed that to you until it was actually mapped out and, and you could see, wait a second, I did hurt his feelings. And yes. his feelings make sense and his behaviors make sense. Yes. But I, I, I didn't, I thought I was the one yeah. and 90% of the time, I think I'm the one whose feelings got hurt yes. first because it's not always obvious no. that you have hurt feelings or that something's happened yep. to cause you to have hurt feelings. And so this tool just brought to light the actual facts of the situation and the timeline of the situation and that awareness. It was one of the most wonderful experiences because it usually takes you a long time to get to a place of sorrow, repentance, contriteness. If you've hurt my feelings, just the understanding. understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And this time when you saw it, I watched those light bulbs come on and it's like, Oh my gosh, I, I, I hurt you first. Yes. And and I uh, it really was like this the flip that switches for me and, and I'm in my survival brain it was like the flip switched off so quickly. Yeah. And I was out of my survival brain so so quickly that well after however many hours we had been <laughs> in it but 
it didn't take me long to get into that sorrow, sadness. No. Oh my gosh, I really was the one that started this. Yeah. And I had absolutely no idea. And I just felt terrible that I had yeah. hurt you. Yeah. Not terrible that it was being pointed out that I had done something wrong because I always feel terrible yeah, about like that. that. No, I don't like that. But I genuinely felt terrible about hurting you yeah. and that I had caused so much pain. Yeah. And the circle just spiraled downward because I didn't recognize that. Yeah. Believe it or not, we actually still have that piece of paper. It's hanging in my office. It is the template we used when we created the conflict resolution mm -hmm. map. And I've used it with many, many, many of my clients. And when they start to use it with each other, again, those same light bulbs come on because it right. works for any situation with any couple anywhere. Um, and it's actually one of the tools we have in the relationship roadmap. That's how powerful it is. We included right. it in the relationship roadmap. That's just one of the nine tools that we give. Um, if you want to go check out the relationship roadmap at securemarriage.com. Um, it is a phenomenal tool. But coming back to what you said earlier, we still have fights, by the way. That, <laughs> did, that one fight didn't solve all of our issues moving forward here. We still end up having conflict every once in a while. Right. But because we've learned how to internalize that tool, we now both work really, really hard at trying to understand, here's my feelings, but also what are my behaviors? What do I right. need to do that is going to communicate love, kindness, respect to my spouse and not trigger the defensive brain? Right. And the question that was asked in this email here is about the behaviors. It's the harsh statements that this right. wife says. It's the behaviors that probably come from a feeling or a thought process, sure. but it's the behaviors which cause the pain. And when someone can start to recognize, oh, these behaviors, I can, I can still express my same questions, my same doubt, but do it in a way that isn't criticizing. It isn't critiquing. Right. It isn't triggering survival brain. It isn't harsh. Right. And it, and it does take, once you get to that point and you start making those changes, it still takes a little bit of time on the other person's part to not still hear it yep. as the old stuff. Because there's sometimes when, when you are have made that shift and change in how you're talking to me or how you're asking me questions or sharing. Yeah. I hear that old stuff. Yep. And and most of the time you catch that and you help me remember this is old stuff that we're dealing yeah. with here. Yeah. And you and, know what I thought would be fun hmm. in a very bizarre sort of way. Um I thought it would be fun to have couples record videotape their fights. Uh-huh. And then send it to us, upload it to us and send it to us and we can do a play by play. And we can actually go hear the tone here and here's the feelings behind it and here's the behaviors behind it and we could actually map it out for them so that they could get kind of this external um, dissection right. of where are the different places that they could choose different behaviors where they could do different things mm -hmm. um, so that they don't continue to repeat these bad relational behaviors with each other just like a football game right. where they run a play right. and then the commentators are pulling the rewind and and slow motion and they're circling the players watch this person cross over here and that's going to cause this blocker to do this right. over here i think it'd be awesome to do with people who are serious about wanting to get their marriages on in on track and in line um 
videotape some conflict that you have and you know send it to us right and i think i think that would be great and use the relationship roadmap or yeah. i mean use the conflict resolution yeah. um, map. map to to map that out yeah. the the thing that we would have to leave out that i think would be brilliant would be we could go in and and see the situation and map out the behaviors yep. and leave the feelings blank yeah. and send it back to them and say, now, what feelings were you having that caused these behaviors? Yeah. Because I think that's the hardest part. I had when when we first got married and up until probably 10 years into our marriage, yeah. I had no so words for feelings. I had yeah. no idea what I knew. Sad, mad, angry, happy. And that's probably that's it. about it. Yep. Vocabulary. Now, I could tell you that I'm feeling tight in my chest or my teeth are clenched or things like I have the Somatically. physical somatic yeah. sensations. But I think this that would be great for people and then give a list of feeling words. Yeah. And it'd be great for people to be able to help help them discover what their feelings are and be able to connect those to the behaviors yeah. that they're doing. Because I don't think a lot of times people understand their actual feelings yeah. that's a good idea um, I, hey if you guys are interested <laughs> in something like that don't send, us, send a us a video oh he just said send a video i say or send us a video if you want but let us know just say hey that's something we'd be yeah. interested in and we'll see what we can um, be a whole put together thing. yeah who knows uh, yeah we'd have to think that one through but yeah. i always think it'd be to be honest, that's what a counselor provides when people fight in his office is the counselor provides that active live feedback as to, okay, notice what's happening now. Notice your feelings, notice your behaviors. And they just do that for each, for each person in the room. That's why counseling actually works so good for a lot of couples who are trying to work on their marriage. So anyway, maybe a whole new program or package we just came up with here back to the question though back to this guy's <laughs> thing of if he tries to open up emotionally but is met with harshness it makes it much much harder for him to open up a second time it the does answer is, of course it does of course it's really really hard he's still i was gonna say unfortunately he's still called to do that yes you can't use that as justification or um What's the other word I'm looking for? Justification or validation to say, I'm now going to stonewall my wife. Right. I'm now going to completely close off. You have to deal with the secondary behavior of the harsh behaviors. you got to use the relationship roadmap to recognize each other's behaviors in all of this. But you're still called to do your best to show up emotionally and learn how to do that. Just the same as if your wife is not as sexually um, experienced technique wise, the greatest gift that she could do is learn how to practice and right. say, listen, I know last time wasn't that great. I'd like to try again. Can we practice? Can you teach me? Can we work on this together? Right. I don't think any guy's gonna go, no, I don't wanna have sex with my wife anymore because she wants <laughs> to get better at it. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Right. Nor do I think any wife's gonna say, boy, my husband wants to talk with me, I better learn how to listen better and engage with him better on that. Right. I I just don't think that that's going to be a problem. Right. So the husband, it is your job. It is, it is your privilege to help your wife learn how to get better at that. Yes. The wife has to be willing to say, I recognize I 
probably need to respond better because I recognize my responses is shutting you down and I take responsibility for that and I don't want to do that to you anymore. Right. I don't want to hurt you in that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. So, but that's how both of them get to take responsibility for it. Yeah. This is a good one. Again, this is another yes. really good question. Thank you, dear listener. You're listening to this. You probably recognize your own question here. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for asking the question. These are brilliant questions. Yeah. And if you're not the only one who's asking them because if one person is asking and then usually a thousand people are asking yep. them, you were just brave enough to kind of be the first guy to open his mouth and ask the question. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, if you have more questions, dear listeners, the other seven of you who are listening now, um, and you would like some help, you can email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. That is our emails addresses. Yep. And uh, we'll be glad to, um, if appropriate, make a podcast episode answering your questions. Yeah. And again, if you're going, okay, what's that whole thing called? It's called the conflict resolution map. It's the ninth tool in the relationship roadmap online course that you can buy online. And for less than the price of one couples counseling session, you can get access to nine tools that are guaranteed to fix any problem in your marriage. Yep. That's how good it is. And we'd love to see as many couples get as healthy as possible. We would. We really, really would. That would make our day. Yeah. I think that's good enough for there. I think so too. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, This is a hoot for us. Um, We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye.